Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMVR Buffs Primetime, presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 36 p.m. every single day. Jake Schwanitz, RK here. And uh, I can't wait for the people to see uh, what my guy is rocking today. Boom. Beautiful. Shout out to the homies over at FOCO. Uh, sun's out in Denver, short season. Yep. Uh, like I said yesterday, I apologize to the good folks that tuned into the show for having to look at my <laughs> white legs, but sooner or later, they will be uh, tanned up. Yep. It's definitely short season. It is absolutely short season. Also, big day for your boy. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, um, I know why. So, Big Drive Energy is our golf podcast. Check it out if you're a golfer. They, uh, they do some just awesome stuff. They're really funny. Uh, and they, every year for the last three years, we have done a hole in one challenge. So we go to a course and we bring over a bunch of balls and we just swing for a few hours, seeing if we can get a hole in one, two years in a row. We could not do it today. I did it, baby. Amazing. I did it. I got the lucky ball. Pink oh, ball. Love it. <laughs> because we just had a box of like the leftover ones from, uh, from the driving range. Yeah. So 140 yards, one hop, little roll. What club? Bang. Pitching wedge. Ah, nice. Yeah. Well done, man. Thank you, thank you. Well done. So I figured I'll wear this uh, hat in celebration. Yeah, you could flex today. Yeah. Why not? I don't know how long I'm going to be able to handle it. but <laughs> it's, it's pretty fresh. I love the underneath thing. It's actually really comfortable. The underneath, you got the little buffs. Yeah. So FOCO, use the code DNVR for 10% off. There you go. Shout out FOCO. Uh, lots to talk about today. Four new numbers. Let's go. And uh, we'll start off right there. We talked to Trevor Woods and Coach O'Boyle. We'll get to them after. But Cameron Silman Craig is number seven. Levante Bentley is number 20. Isaac Hurtado, number 29. And our guy Trevor Woods, number 43. So there's a lot to talk about here. Yes. Do you want to start with the juiciest? Let's do it. All right. So, of course, the conversation surrounds today the fact that cam silman craig gets number seven which of course is cormani mclean's number and i put that in air quotes for a reason here he of course has the number seven chain just like jimmy has the five and shador has the two and that was one of the ways we identified him when he was on yes. campus oh there's his classic number seven chain and so uh i get to in my opinion shockingly people are freaking out over this Everyone, calm down. Yes. Calm down right now. <laughs> Which side do you want? Do you want the, the Cam side or the Cormani side? Um, I feel like I've got to take for the Cormani side. So let's hear the Cam side. Okay. Here's the Cam side. Cam is a dog. Yes. He earned his number. He's on campus. There is no... That's the end of the story. Yeah. He's here. He earned it. He gets his choice. It's not, oh, I well, can't have that one because uh, no, 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 no. The dude is a baller. And just because he doesn't have five stars next to his name doesn't mean that when he earns his number, he doesn't get to choose his number. Mm -hmm. What did Coach Prime say? What numbers are they wearing? Their numbers. Yep. Well, guess what? Seven is Cam's two, and now it's really his. Yep. So chill. On the other side, though. Cormani McLean is number seven, and I get why there may be some questions at this point. But yesterday, when we talked about Colin Simmons and we talked about NIL and how other people want other things from Coach Prime, and it's just not going to work out if you want those 
things. If you want to be coached by Coach Prime, that's what you should be concerned about. And that's what Carmani McLean is concerned about. And that is why I don't think this is that big of a deal. Because he committed to play with Coach Prime. Not for his number seven. Look, you hit the nail on the head. And I'll take it a step further. If Cormani McLean said, I'm only committing to Colorado if you promise me number seven, he wouldn't be here. Yeah. Because Coach Prime would tell him that I don't play those games. Yeah. Coach Prime does not play those games. He's not promising you this, that, or the other thing. He's promising you, promising you a scholarship. Mm-hmm. And the opportunity to play for the greatest cornerback of all time, arguably the greatest football player of all time. Yep. That is what you get. The coach with the most swagger in the country. You get to play in Boulder. You get to put on the black and gold. You get to run out behind Ralphie. Those are the things that are promised for you. You're not getting promised playing time. You're not getting promised you know, some giant NIL check. And you're not getting promised your number. And again, the same thing that I said yesterday applies here. By making that clear and upfront, you just don't get the guys who are like that. So I saw someone in the comments saying, oh, he's going to transfer. Coach Prime betrayed his trust. No, he did not. Because I promise you, Coach Prime never promised him getting number seven. Mm-hmm. And Cormani McLean went through a recruitment where he was talking to these schools that were probably offering all the, we'll put you in your number. We'll give you a million dollar NIL deal. And he decided not to go. He wants to play for Coach Prime. End the story, yes. And you know what number's still out there? Number one. Number one. Maybe it doesn't get assigned yet. Maybe Coach Prime says, if you want number one, that's going to be a long-term battle. And maybe Cormani gets in and gets in here and he has his opportunity to go for it. But again, Cam Silman Craig earned that shit. Mm-hmm. And not just here, although I do believe everyone started with a blank slate. But Coach Prime knows him. He knows who he is. He knows what he brings to the practice field every day. He's the one he said, why aren't they hitting? Cam, go hit somebody. Because he knows he can trust him to show everyone what's up. And he has proven that he can he can ball in college football. Cormani, while we love him and he's going to be awesome, he's not even on campus. Yes. So how are you going to hold a number for him when you told these guys, if you earn your number and your coach comes to me and says you can have your number, then you get it. It's just not the way Coach Prime plays. And we can use this as a transition if you want, but MC has the comment. All due respect. It's getting hot. Cormani McLean. Cormani McLean's an incoming freshman. Uh, I just lost it. At least let him earn it on the field. And a player that got their number today when he was a freshman didn't get his number. That was Trevor Woods. He didn't get to be 43 as a freshman. Mm. Now he's 43. Yep. And also, Cam Simon Craig has two years on Cormani McLean. He could leave after this year if Cam has a good enough year, go to the NFL, all of a sudden seven's wide open again. Yes. Yes. And again, if, Corm- uh, if Cormani McLean was the guy, the type of guy to say, I'm only going somewhere if I can wear number seven, he just wouldn't be, he wouldn't be coming here. Yep. Because I, I, Coach Prime wouldn't play that. So... Uh, let's get that out of the way. Congratulations to Cam. That's the real story here. Yes. Cam's a dog. I think he like so. I have this thing about me where I always like my favorite player to be someone different than what, what everyone else says. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
I think Cam is uh, is number one on my list right now. There you go. Of guys who are just like if we if we redrafted the my guy draft, if I wasn't drafting, you know, trying to play it smart, he might be number one my guy. His energy, his smile, you know, he's always smiling. He's got that dog in him, and uh, he's just one of those guys who's so much heart. He's got some Philip Lindsay to him. Yeah. Yep. Love it. We may have to do a my guy redraft after spring ball. Yes, please. Um, or like add to the team. Okay. So you you know we already have our guys. Pick some keepers. Right, right. Keeper <laughs> league. <laughs> I love it. Um, next guy, Levante Bentley. Picking number twenty. That was someone's number last year. Sure was. Dion Smith. Yes. Now. We'll see what happens in terms of uh, numbers on both sides of the ball because you do have to repeat some numbers. I know Coach mm-hmm. Prime said it. When you had your number, it was your number. But um, you do have to repeat some. So maybe maybe Deion Smith can go come back and get that. He hasn't been practicing for a little bit, um, which is unfortunate, obviously. But uh, the real question here is how do we feel about t- 20 on an inside linebacker? Um, I think Drew Sanders at Arkansas this year wore 20. Okay. If you're a dog, it works. Okay. It kind of that's kind of true for all numbers. Yeah, well, very true. <laughs> but uh, Levante Bentley earned his number early for a reason. Got to be performing. Got to be playing like a dog. Yep, yep. I um, I don't think I love it in terms of just like when you look out there because to me then it looks like it's like a box safety. Mm-hmm. You know, right? And and twenty because it's normally a DB slash running back number almost makes you look a little smaller. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you were to wear fifty three. You know, right. an old school yeah. linebacker number that like makes you look like an old school linebacker, which isn't what he's trying to be. Somewhere in between, though, like I think, what did he wear? Do you know what he wore? Forty-two. Okay, so there you go. That's another one that's like that's a linebacker number. Yep. But then at the same time, if you're like a linebacker that wears a number that we've been talking about, seven, mm-hmm. that also looks like oh, that guy's a baller. Yeah. Uh, I think twenty will grow on me. That isn't that what Robert Barnes wore too. Yes. So yeah, it, yeah, he rocked that. It works. Uh, next guy, um, Isaac Hurtado. Massive upset. Yes. <laughs> this is a massive upset that he's in the first five? Seven. First seven. seven. We had four today. Seven's a big number today. <laughs> yeah. um, first seven? Isaac Hurtado? I'm, I'm merely theorizing here, but this feels to me like a message from Coach Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, I don't mean this in a way to take away from Isaac Hurtado, who clearly has done something to earn this number, but I think it's one of those things where he is just doing it day in and day out. And it's coach prime's way of saying, I don't care again, if you're a five-star, if you're a walk-on, if you're this, if you're that, or you're the other, everyone's with a clean slate. And this dude brings it every day. He has effort whistle to whistle on every single practice. So I don't give a damn that, you know, he's a returning player that most people don't know. He earned it. Give him his number. And again, it's not all Coach Prime. It's also his, his uh, position coach right. who is saying, hey, uh, you know, Coach Hart, right? Which would be Andre Hart. Uh, saying, hey, the dude just keeps balling. And he, he, he gives me consistency every day, right? Consistency was the number mm-hmm. one word they used when, when getting it. So congratulations to Isaac. Rest of the team take notes. Isaac Hurtado, um, I mean, this guy's earned everything. In 2021, he's playing at Fullerton Community College. 45 tackles, 9 tackles for a loss, 5 sacks, 3 passes broken up, 2 forced fumbles, and 1 fumble recovery. 
transferred into CU last year as a three-star JUCO recruit, only had seven tackles, and managed to be one of the first seven guys to earn a number for Coach Prime. Like I said, I mean, there are diehard, long-time Buffs fans who were at every game last season who don't know who that is. Yep. Credit to him. Yep. Credit to him. I think uh, I think it's a message to the team. Everyone has their, their chance. M- makes you wonder uh, how long before uh, Charlie Offerdahl gets his. Yep. Yep. Because that clearly sets a new precedent. Isaac Hurtado will be number 29. So another linebacker in the 20s. Are all going to go in the 20s? I guess. Maybe it's the, the speed linebacker number. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um, and then finally, Trevor Woods. We got to talk to him today. Um, he kind of explained the significance of his number. We have a few clips, too. Um, I guess real quick, I'll tell you the significance. His number is Dad War in uh, high school and college. That's sick. And uh, as he mentioned when we talked to him today, he didn't get to have it his freshman year. So meant that much more to kind of get it back again, basically. Right. He didn't get it. He got it. Then he lost it, quote mm-hmm. unquote. And then he went back and got it again. That's actually sick. And again, kind of goes to, I think, the whole point of this, right? Mm-hmm. Like these numbers to a lot of guys mean something. And I'm sure they give a little bit extra saying, man, I got to get 43. And I'm, I'm stoked for Trevor Woods. You know, we tried to tell you guys about him since day one, that Trevor Woods is also a dog. Yep. And it gets me so hype about this safety group, dude. Mm-hmm. And we haven't even seen Shiloh yet. I know. Shiloh absolutely has the ability to be the star of, of the group. It's crazy. Um, Trevor said it was a validation kind of thing to get number 43 back. Yep. And it's kind of one of those things where, you know, I talked to Denver Broncos who, when Vic Fangio was the coach, said, I honestly never know if I'm doing what he wants or not. <laughs> like, he kind of just never he yeah. never tells you you're doing a great job, kind of yells at you when you're doing a bad job. I don't know where I stand in his eyes. This is kind of one of those things that's the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Trevor Woods, you know, you feel like you're doing all the right things, right? Then you get that validation from your coaching staff. And we keep saying Coach Prime, but it really is from your coaching staff, led by Coach Prime, of course, saying you are doing the right things. Keep it up. What yep. number you want? All right, uh, we spoke to Trevor today, cut up a couple clips. First one, I asked him what it's like just playing under Coach Kelly, and he had a pretty awesome response. Whenever you're ready, Alyssa. He's got an amazing resume. You know, it's it's uh, funny. You know, we watch film, and it'll be like it'll be like Jalen Ramsey, and then it's uh, Derwin James. You know, it's Pat Sertain, like all the best DBs in the league. You know, like he'll be like, all right, watch this guy do it, and you know, he, so it's like you know you can trust him because of all, because of all the people that he's coached. And, the products that he's made. He said he's been helping him out a lot. And uh, I think Coach Kelly, with Trevor Woods kind of coming up under him, can become a real weapon. Trevor Woods looks like the main character in like a football sitcom. He does, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's the team captain. Like, I'm probably just going to recite the, the plot of Friday Night Lights. Yeah. But like, I don't know, his girlfriend broke up with him or something. He's trying to win her back. Yeah. Uh, second clip. Come to the game on Friday night. <laughs> yeah. I'll show you how much you mean to me. Wear my number on your cheek. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> With that 43 on, I'll let you wear my away jersey. <laughs> um, he was asked about what what it's like with all these new players coming in and the talent level that he's seen coming in. This one's a short one. Whenever you're ready. Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, we brought in I don't know how many guys, but. 
uh, you know, there's, there's going to be talent that gets brought in. That's for sure. There's more coming. There's more coming. Oh, yeah. From a player. Uh, yeah. Everyone knows what's up now. Yep. Especially the ones who maybe feel comfortable about their uh, their standing on the team. Sure. Right? You know, if you're on the, the outskirts, you're probably crossing your fingers that there aren't more coming, maybe in a little bit of denial. Trevor Woods, he's going to be here. Uh, and I'm sure, all, like, dude, a Trevor Woods is a winner. He was born to win. Mm-hmm. He's not. He doesn't. He wants more guys to come in because he wants yeah. to win, you know. And and he's confident in his abilities. That hey, I'm gonna see the field. I'll find a way to get out there. Bring in the talent though, because I want to win again. Yep. Um. Real quickly, just going through the rest. You can watch the video on our YouTube channel. Um. But he talked about going against Jimmy and Travis. Uh. Said it's you know the kind of guys that they're gonna see in game. If not, these guys are better. Um. So they're getting that early work in, in practice. Talked about playing next to Cam. Said he's more of a vocal guy than he is. Um, and that he's able to... That Cam has that command in the huddle. And that's what he likes about him. He thinks they're working really well together. Said uh, guys from last year are buying in. He thinks at a pretty high level. And I thought this was funny. Uh, someone asked him about what he learned from last year. You know, kind of having to make all these open field tackles because defense was so bad. everyone is out of position. And <laughs> Trevor goes, it definitely made me a better open field tackler. <laughs> Um, man I wish we could play highlights on this show just so you guys know we can't show like we don't have the rights to be able to show highlights but I just wish I could show people the Trevor Woods play in the Cal game to get we would be saying you keep hearing 1 and 11 we'd be saying 0 and 12 if it wasn't for Trevor Woods yes yes we also talked to coach Bill Boyle today Um, and first question I asked him basically Coach Prime sold us when he was asked about the offensive line on Saturday that it's going to be a lot of new faces. Damn, Jake with the hard hitters. And so uh, I asked what he thought of the offensive line so far. Whenever you're ready, Alyssa. You know, we're a work in progress. You know, everything's new for them. Uh, like I said before, it, we've hit that point in spring ball where I think we're on like number eight today. Uh, just too much thinking. You know, with our system and what we do and Coach Lewis's system, you know, we have to make maybe maybe one, two calls and just come off the ball and run. And we got a lot of guys just overthinking things right now. So anytime they do that, they're just going to hesitate. And, you know, and that that's what we're trying to get through right now. And, and honestly, it's just trying to find the five that are going to work together right now. Uh, it's always tough when you're introducing new people uh, to new schemes. And we rely a lot on combos and vertical game and everything else like that. So uh, just the little nuances of working with each other, uh, dropping our pad level and running off the ball. So uh, it's a big thing right now. He is such a football guy. Oh, yeah. No nonsense at all. We got a lot of football guy ants talking about coming off deuce blocks and all that stuff. It was great. I love it. And the thinking is why I always felt the defense was going to have the advantage in spring ball um, because that offensive line, you know, I said it, and I don't think he uh, – he didn't agree with me at the time, but I said to, the first time we talked to Coach O'Boyle, I said when I watch this offense, the word demanding comes to mind for me when I look at the offensive line. And, you know, he said, I don't know about demanding, but I do think it's really fun. You know, he mm-hmm. was kind of recruiting, which I appreciate. It is really demanding on the offensive yep. line, and you're seeing these guys are being 
a lot there's a lot being asked of them and it's going to take them a while to not think now like all things in life the more you do it the more reps the more experience you have you're not thinking you know um the first time you or i did a podcast you're sitting there thinking okay what am i going to say next what am i going right. to say next what am i going to say next now we just sit here and talk and you know we yeah. have great conversations it's the same thing for those guys uh, you know the the more common analogy would be it's like riding a bike right mm -hmm. you first get on there you're a little wobbly you're thinking pedal pedal and then you know once you get used to it you just go so i do believe and i'm confident that whatever this group eventually becomes is going to get it but you know we talk about adding a tackle transfer yesterday they're gonna have to come in in the fall or you know hopefully as soon as possible and they're gonna have to microwave that process these other guys have this whole spring and then they have the playbook and they can do you know they can kind of repeat everything in their mind as they go and i'm sure they'll get working off the field but they have a huge head start on whoever else comes in for sure uh he kind of talked about that too um we'll get to that the next video though he was asked about jack bailey and what he brings to the table to this offensive line huge jack not only brings a, a, a bit of the, the mental part of it of knowing our system but he he's a tough guy you know and that's what we're lacking and uh, jack's jack's a battler he's a tough kid you know uh, it's it's you know, I'm, I'm happy as heck to know he's coming in because I know what he brings. You know, not only just on the game day, to, but, you know, in scrimmages or anything else. But Jack, an individual, is one of those guys that is constantly working, man. That guy wants to get better every rep. You know, and, that, and that's what's – you need that, especially offensive linemen. Because they're going to learn from me, but they're going to learn from those guys around them more than me. Just from watching how guys work, you know, and that, that's what's going to be important. High praise. You think he's plug and play? I think he's intense competition for the guys who are in there now. And the biggest thing that I think Bill O'Boyle loves is going to love about him and does love about him, I should say, is the mean streak. Mm -hmm. That dude plays mean. And he's just like, he steps on the field and you're like, why are you so mad at me? What did I do to you? And he just goes out there and he's just angry. Bill O'Boyle, you can just tell from the way that he carries himself, he loves that about guys. I love that you just said that. Play the next clip, Alyssa. Oh, I see. I didn't see any of this. I'm looking to see where they're at at the end of a play, to be honest with you. First thing I look for, and I, I, I've learned from some great offensive line coaches, been around some great people, you know, so I take bits and pieces of everything that I can fit into our system, and that's what I'm looking for. But I look for finish, and I look for athletes. And then also, what he asked me before, I look for that grinder. You know, what's this guy doing at the end of the play? Is he walking? Is he watching the play? Or is he the first guy to pick up that running back or wide receiver downfield? That's a big deal to me. You know, so that's the guy and guys we're looking for. So the question I asked him was, what do you look for when you watch tape of transfers or recruits? The first word he said was finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he wants to see you put a guy in the dirt. Yep. Maybe rub his face in it a little bit and then help your running back up. Yep, exactly. Uh, I love that. And it brings me back to the Broncos last year when, oh gosh, what was his name? Jerry Rosberg yes. <laughs> took over the team. Uh, one of the first things he said was, you will not see Russell Wilson get sacked and his offensive line mm -hmm. not be there to pick him up under my watch. Yep. And I loved that because, you know, Russ, you know, had all of his issues last year and, and all that stuff, but. You don't let your teammate pick himself up off the ground, especially when he got hit and it was probably your fault. Yep. Um, Even if it wasn't your fault, though. 
Some other quick hitters from Coach O'Boyle today. Uh, talked a lot about these guys got to drop their pad level and get their feet moving. So I've, I don't want to call it fatigue, but I don't think these guys are close to conditioned yet. And he kind of mentioned that. Um, he wished spring ball was 70 days. He said they don't wish it, but I do, just to try and get that conditioning in. Um, Bro, talked a lot about fundamentals. Go ahead. After I made the hole-in-one, we ran to the green. Again, <laughs> took me back to those days in <laughs> football practice where I was like, oh, my God, I can't run another inch. Uh, so I'm not built for that anymore. He also talked about, I mean, on the conditioning, um, he said, when this offense is rolling, it's a thing of beauty. And going back to what you said before we started showing the videos, he said, for an offensive lineman, I said before, it's a blast because they're pulling, they're running, they're working techniques out, techniques out in space. It's a fun offense for an offensive lineman. Um, he was it asked is once you're in shape. Yes, for sure. He was asked about a couple <laughs> guys in particular. Um, so the guys last year that started, Van, uh, Jake Wiley, who we've seen working in early, and then Tank. Said those guys are workers. He's happy with them. Do all doing good things. Um, the strength part is what he sees that needs to be improved from them. Um, he says, "I can tell right off the bat they all bought in, and he's happy as heck they all stayed." Uh, also brought up, I mean, those guys have had five or six O line coaches at this point, and he's saying that I've got to earn their trust, basically. Yeah, I mean, one of their offensive line coaches was basically a used car salesman. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> he talked. He asked about Van Wells in specifically. Said he's coming along. He was struggling a little bit today. Again, got to get his pad level down and got to finish. Um, also said the thing with Bam. He's got some good centers coming in. I mean, we have Zelinskis coming in in oh, yeah. as a recruit. Um, we'll see what they do in the portal. But uh, he said that Bam's not being pushed right now because they don't really have another center. And he said he wants to get that competition for him, too. Mm. Um, he just wants to breed that more more competition. He was asked about our guy, Tyler Brown. I asked him about our guy, Tyler Brown. He said he's got that caveman technique. He does, doesn't use the strength the way I want him to, but it's coming. You couldn't ask for a better kid. He buys in to everything you say. He watches film. He's a great student. And he puts time in. He's going to be a great one. I love what he's doing. What's caveman technique? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Brute strength, I guess? Yeah, but then he said he didn't use the strength the way he no, wants it to. I don't know. Maybe it's just like he just attacks you, you yeah. know? Like it's not necessarily as technical. I have no idea. Uh, about Tank, he said he's got a natural punch, that what he absolutely loves about him, um, and then just kind of went in talking about this offensive line as a whole. He said they've got tremendous length. Uh, and he said, I'm seeing all these tall cats that... I haven't seen in my coaching career what the length we have. It's just a matter of getting the strength and being able to bend and run off the ball. Yep. So he's really impressed by how big, like tall and lengthy these guys are. Yeah, and I mean, a guy like Tank, it, it, it is, so much is being asked of him. Again, I'll go back to that word demanding. Because mm -hmm. not only does he just have to get in shape for the quick plays, he has to get in shape to run 30 yards to go hit someone. You know what I mean? Like when you come around on those big... GT counters. Yep. You're asking Tank to to come from the left the left hash all the way around the right side of the offensive line and probably all even out to the edge and hit mm -hmm. someone out there. So it's not just bang bang bang. It's you got to run 30 yards, come back, set up and do it again. Mm -hmm. Probably not back to back plays like that, but you have to I mean, you have to be in elite shape for an offensive lineman to play in this offense. Yep. All right, uh, long segment one.
but we will hit segment two really quick to get to your guys' questions. Make sure you get those in now. Also, guys, we'd appreciate if you guys would subscribe to our podcast. I know we have a big listenership here on YouTube, but if you just go to your favorite podcasting app, hit subscribe. We would greatly appreciate that. We would also appreciate your five-star review. But shout out to Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel partner of All City and DMVR. Um, they're family-owned golf apparel business based right here in Colorado. You're going to start seeing a lot of amazing hats, polos, mm -hmm. all sorts of other stuff very soon from us. Check out pinsandaces.com. I've got a Buffs head cover. That is sick. You got it? No, I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm about to. But that the Pins and Aces one, it has yeah? like chip on there, like oh, the golfing chip. Yeah, that's it's tight. sick. I love that. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code DMVR to get 15% off your first order and get free shipping. Again, pinsandaces.com. Shout out to those guys. Any pins and aces on the course today? Spencer? Yes, everyone. Love it. Um, shout out to Breckenridge Brewery. Uh, you're buying everyone uh, beers? Yes. So <laughs> I, I personally will not count this as a hole-in-one. Like, I've never had a real hole-in-one before. Uh -huh. So if someone ever asked me, have you had a hole-in-one? I'll be like, well, we did this thing for content one time, and I did get one on, like, my 100th try of the day, which is still very difficult, might I let you know, because I've done it two times before and not, not made it. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't want to mess with the golf gods, which I believe in wholeheartedly. So I just feel like I need to buy a bunch of drinks for people to just like make sure the golf gods know, hey, look, I'm I'm playing by the rules. Well, there you go. Thanks to Ryan. I'm going to be enjoying a Mountain Beach Sour here very shortly. Yes. Uh, you can also check out Breckenridge Brewery's beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a brew near you. All right. Uh, amazing that we didn't lead the show with Coach Prime and Ralphie meeting. Dude. But here we go. This was... The peak Incredible. of content. I, I tweeted out. So bet no better content will not exist because you got all sides of Coach Pry. And you got to see him go through like every emotion. <laughs> yes. He's he's happy, you know, he's he's spitting bars as he's walking over there. Uh he's scared a little <laughs> bit. He's cracking jokes. Uh it was it was so, so good. And I love what a team player he is. I can't believe he stayed in the trailer. I know. When he said, Wait, you want me to stand in here? While she's running there, I thought he was going to be like, no, I am not doing that and walk out. But, hey, he stuck it through. He's literally hiding behind Bucky. Uh, it was it was so incredible. Did you see the photo John Snelson tweeted out? Yes. Oh, my I God. I retweeted it. And Coach Absolute Prime classic. quote tweeted it, too. Absolute classic. Um, yeah, go check it out on either Coach Prime or John Snelson's Twitter. It's it the was... three phases of emotions of Ralphie. It's yes. the elation and just joy of John just being back in it. Yep. Bucky just, you know, all right, I'm here. I'm just going to hold my ground. You're right. Kind of like shocked. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, my God, this is crazy. <laughs> and then there's Coach Prime, who's a little scared. He's holding lie. on yeah. to Bucky. <laughs> Uh, it really shows the the trust and love that he has for Bucky yeah, that he's like for real. I'm holding on to you, bro. And shout out to Bucky for getting the shot too, yes, man. Dude, that was that's professionalism right there, holding his ground. Yep. Um that was great. Also, Ralphie looks to have grown a little bit. Yes. Um always I think was going to be a smaller Ralphie, mm -hmm. but she does look like she's she's grown a little bit and she'll probably still grow a little bit more. Uh also I think Probably the cutest Ralphie. Yeah. Like her little face just I know. So cute. Yep. Uh how many times did you watch that video? <laughs> Three and then like people were texting me different things about it. So then I would go back and like watch <laughs> fast forward to that part and be like, oh my god, I missed that. 
Yeah, I watched it about five times on Twitter, and then I saw it on Instagram. I was like, oh, I'll watch this another few was times. Was there like an extended cut somewhere? Well Off had a video, if you uh, didn't see. Yeah. See, I got to watch the Well Off. Yeah, and Darius was there too. I didn't check out Reach the People yet. That's just like a general rule of life. Always watch Well Off. Exactly. It's pretty good. I was a little busy playing in the AFC Championship of the Madden League last night. Congrats. Thank our, you. Our AFC champion right here. Thank you. Work's not done, you know. Uh, we're not letting it get to our heads. <laughs> Gotta go back out there and execute the game plan again. Absolutely love One it. One week Nothing at a time. coach talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. little bit of news before we get to your guys' questions. We got another uh, top 13. Also, Nitro Tuggle committed to Georgia today. Tough. So... Uh, we'll see him hopefully later down the road. But Dimitri Nicholas released a top 13. Again, top 13. You can check it out on my Twitter. I'm not going to read all the teams. But Dimitri Nicholas, 422nd overall prospect. So a high three-star, 247 sport composite three-star. 41st defensive lineman, 6'3", 275 from Norland High School in Opa Loca, Florida. Mm. Um, the Buffs had a guy into the transfer portal. I don't know how to <laughs> react to that properly uh, good luck there it is that's the proper reaction <laughs> Keyshawn Mills has entered or declared his intent to enter the transfer portal he was a three-star 2022 recruit uh, played cornerback best of luck Keyshawn yes absolutely and then finally we talked about this a bit yesterday but uh, Winston Watkins had that article on rivals I read it uh, some good stuff he talked about being recruited still, obviously, by all these other schools. He said, it's been really chill. Some coaches are still trying to reach out to me. I'll talk to a few few schools here and there, but I really just stay focused on grinding this spring and just preparing myself for next season. The CU coaches are really just saying I need to keep grinding and keep developing myself because when I get there, they're going to develop me and make sure I'm good. I have a good connection with the receivers coach. I talk to all the other coaches too and Coach Prime. Says he watches Travis and Cormani all the time. Those are his boys. Um, and then he was calling on Stacy Gage and Quan Feegans and Bryce Underwood to join him at the spring game. Let's go. Let's go. That fires me up. Yep. Bryce Underwood, uh, quarterback, third overall prospect in the 25 class, five stars. Wow. First quarterback prospect. Wow. Yep. Let's go. And Quan Feegans, five star safety, 23rd overall prospect, <clears throat> third safety in the 25 class. It's a movement. Yep. We'll see, man. Winston Watkins is so sick. He's a baller. Every time we talk about him, I'm going to say this, but like, I just wish, wish he was showing up this fall. Every time I watch highlights of him, I can't believe he's like 16 or 17. I know. He's a freak. He's amazing. Um, real quick, before we get to your guys' questions, shout out to our friends, our presenting sponsor, Illegal Pete's. Graduation season's coming up. Hit up Illegal Pete's to cater your graduation party. Just head on over to catering.illegalpeats.com and you can get yourself booked and get all your burritos, buddies, and beers together in the same place. I'm still on an illegal peach drought. I got to go back ASAP. I'm yes, feeling it. Please do. I'm missing it. Uh, you're not the same when you don't have illegal peach. I know. I'll get back someday. <laughs> fully back someday. Uh, and then shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA, where right now new customers can make a $5 pregame money line bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins, you can also check out their same game parlays all throughout the NBA playoffs. Uh, we got some play-in games tonight. We need a pick of the week. We have, what do we have again? We have Lakers and T 
T-Wolves and the Heat and the Hawks. Uh, Lakers minus six and a half. You feeling it with all these T-Wolves issues? Yes. Yes. And sorry to any Lakers fans any out there, but we know the NBA will make sure to take care of them. Of course. Maybe I shouldn't say sorry. You're Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> the league's in your back pocket. <laughs> there you go. Take the Lakers minus eight and a half tonight on DraftKings Sportsbook. Download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and sign up with code DMVR. New customers can make a $5 pregame Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelpline.org uh, in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. There you go. All right. Oh, also, shout out to Bacchus and Shanker, our friends who have been helping Colorado family Colorado families win for more than 25 years. Best part about them, no upfront fees to speak with them about your case. No fees while they work on your case and no fees unless they win your case and win money for you. Bacchus and Shanker have won over $1 billion for their clients. Maybe um, the guy that Rody Gobert punched could get a case with Bacchus and Shanker. He definitely could. Probably could. Um, and the wall that uh, <laughs> Jaden McDaniels <Yes>. punched. <laughs> oh, that poor wall. Boxes Shanker helps with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. And they can even help if you're injured at work. Hit him at that Shador line. 222-2222. Find out if you have a case for free. Bax and Shanker wins. Where's Weaver? Weaver is joining in the summer. Yes, sir. Quite a few guys are joining in the summer. Um, real quick, I'm going to update the Prime Tracker pretty soon there hasn't been a lot that's gone on the last two months mm -hmm. but it's time to update it especially with the portal opening again i will mark in there the guys who are joining in the spring or summer fall it might make sense well we can have this conversation off air but it might make sense to just make a new prime tracker for the second wave okay there you go keep right. an eye on the dmvr.com all right let's talk to the people let's get to 250 likes do we think Pornstash, Charlie O, will get a scholarship or his number first? Uh, number. 44? Again? That would be sick. Probably not much competition for it. Yeah? Or do you think he makes a statement? And, uh, no, I don't think so. No? <laughs> doesn't strike me as a statement guy. More of a lunch pail guy. Yeah. Let's his uh, play do the talking, huh? Yeah, exactly. Let's um, his stash do the talking. <laughs> Miko asked uh, JK and Ryan J.D. Davis... I uh, was seen someone in CU gear last night. What do you think? Someone also said that JD Davis was visiting Kentucky today in the chat. Interesting. Uh, he was seen with someone in CU gear. I can't read anything into that. Yeah. He was wearing CU gear. I guess he could have been seen with someone and he was in CU gear. Mm -hmm. But if he was wearing the CU gear, I would read into it. There you go. If not, I would not. Uh, next question from our guy, Nicholas. Who's the most complete player on offense to you guys? Shador. Yeah. Shador. Throw Travis, Travis. names out there. <laughs> um, who else would I throw out there? I mean, Zico, I think, had great stats last year. Yep. I already know that he can play. But complete player is a... So, this yeah. isn't a knock on Zico, but he is a very clear receiving tight end. Right. Mm. It's Shador. It is Shador, Shador is the most complete player on the offense. I'm just trying to think of other guys. Yeah. Just in terms of that word complete. Right. 
most of these guys are incomplete. That's why there's a new coaching staff here That's to very true. get them in, in the right spots. We can throw Jimmy Horn's name in there too. Jimmy Horn is a really good one. He's got great hands, good routes, elite speed. Yep. That's a complete player to me. Good answer. Yep. Uh, Lawrence with the question, who's able to officially enter the transfer portal on the 15th through the 30th when a graduate transfer is able to enter the portal? Um, anyone can enter the portal. Yes, you can. anyone can enter the portal at any time. Mm -hmm. It's just exiting the portal that's a little more difficult. Um, as Tyler Brown explained to us, literally difficult. Yes. Um, but... Those basically, you can enter the portal whenever as a grad transfer. You just can't transfer until you graduate. Exactly, which is the case with Shiloh and with Cavassier Smoke and Demoy potentially not Demoy Kennedy, but uh, Shane Hooks. Shane Hooks potentially. Uh, Landon Beebe, I think also. There you go. Chris with the question, Jake and RK, which numbers would you want to earn if you were on this team? Sick question. Um, I've always been eleven. Mm. Um, I. Uh, I love number one. Mm -hmm. I'm number one twice. Love Eleven. It. I've always liked fifteen. Okay. Um, what I, position did you play? I played wide receiver in high school. Okay. So I wore eighty-five, but I wanted the fifteen's a sick wide receiver number. Well, that was Brandon our quarterback, Marshall. so I couldn't take it. So that's tough. Yeah. Shout out, Gabe. Um, next question. Big Teasy with the super chat. Can you ask someone to oil that damn door? I, I literally did. I literally <laughs> said, can we please put some WD-40 on the hinges of this door? And uh, it appears to have not been attended to yet. Also, uh, I found out today. Um, let me make sure I get this right, because I don't want to say something I shouldn't say. Blue jerseys, non-contact. Injured, guys. Okay. That's what I was told. Well, we don't wear red jerseys. Mm -hmm. um, so that's one, you know, that a lot of other places use. Um, so that makes sense. Um, also, without getting into details, um, we talked about people needing to come correct when they show up. Mm -hmm. Someone didn't. Yep. And it might cost us all. There you go. Unfortunate. My boy Gabe's in the chat. That's my QB right there. Oh, shit. <laughs> Let's go, that's Gabe. My dog. Was Gabe slinging it or what? Gabe was slinging it. Gabe was a dual threat. Ooh. Yeah. Were you, was, did he get you the ball enough? Gabe got me the ball. All right, he made sure to get go. me the ball. Let's go. <laughs> um, Lamar with the super chat. Will Carmani join over the summer or fall? I mean, as soon as he graduates from high school, I think he's in. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of those, um, those guys will show up and start conditioning as soon as they graduate high school. Um, so that's that it's kind of crazy like when i look back to my summer after my senior year of high school that was like the greatest mm -hmm. thing ever oh like, yeah these guys to their credit have to forego that mm -hmm. to show up on campus and get to work immediately a lot of them enter classes immediately yeah because you know you can get a head start and you have a lighter workload during the school year like right i remember my buddy who i lived with who was the punter he like graduated college in like two and a half years mm -hmm. Because he was, he's like, well, if I have to be around all summer, I'll just do summer classes. Yep. He would take like a full summer class schedule in both. There's two summer semesters. Mm -hmm. So you'd essentially finish a year of school in the summer. Uh, I remember Alex Smith did that when he was at Utah, graduated in two and a half years. Yep. And then my, my buddy got his master's. Yep. 
And Alex While Smith, still on the football team. Alex Smith didn't play as a freshman, too. So that's probably what he did. Just grinded a class his yeah. freshman year. Final super chat from Lawrence. Here's my theory. CU will adapt a bend but don't break style defense or the offense will put up a quick 20 and the defense can tee off. What say you? I think they're going to be a little more aggressive. I think so, bend, too. don't break. Yeah. Um, I Again, it's, it's reliant. Not entirely reliant, but... If Cormani is that guy from the, the jump, and people in the comments are talking about him getting number one, what did Coach Prime say? How can you wear number one if you're not the one? Mm-hmm. So if he's the one, they're going to play press man yep. all day long. And that, to me, that's, that's not a bend-don't-break defense. That's mm-hmm. a, you know, yours versus ours, let's go. And, you know, Jordan Dominic and those guys are going to be making plays up front, you know, Jeremiah Brown. So um, I think that that's what it is. is. So long as Cormani is that guy or, hey, Nico could be that guy too. There you go. And then Charles Kelly is just a good coach. Yeah. I mean, I don't think he coaches scared at all. He's not going to call a game scared. He's going to attack. Um, so there you go. Good show. Good show. Uh, practice on Thursday, so we'll have more content from that then. But we'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.